Hello and welcome to our podcast. We're a little bit late recording this today, so uh, in true fashion, I forgot what we did on the show, but I'm pretty oh, sure it was awesome. Are you kidding? It was a great show today. What was your favourite bit, Steph? Well, I had a few favourite standouts. I did like when the uh, female listeners were impersonating their boyfriends and oh, their I partners. Hear that part, Steph. <laughs> uh, that is Abby's voice for all of us. There was the an city. ongoing theme which you're going to hear through today's show, uh, and that is Stav is having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> he told us at the, the early on in the show. He'll cry. You know he'll cry. He's all emotional and but stuff. It just continued on. Like I was, can someone hold me? That's the voice. Calm down. Okay, I'll okay just calm down. Take your little black oh. book. Isn't isn't that the most annoying thing in an argument when someone says you calm down? Yeah, it's just I made my husband not say it because I used to say you actually did the opposite. So Mm. he started going, "Oh, fire up," (laughs) and it's it's better. Mm. So he says to you to get angry, fire up. And And we had a great. Do you you flick then? Do you calm down, or do you just get nuts? Then I just sort of laugh. Okay. I only get fiery for around about 10 seconds and then forget. That's I don't true. knife him in the back. <laughs> it wasn't in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we had a great version of Date My Daughter today as yeah, well. Yeah, big show. Uh, let's get into it. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Manny has this theory that we're about to test right now. 13, 10, 60, we want ladies who have been are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a man. Know, I don't know how this came about. Well, you. yes, you okay. were talking about your husband, yes. Scott. Yes. And you did exactly the same as what my wife does whenever she's relaying a story and you impersonated yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. But so, when you impersonated him, you did the the man voice. Right. Which is impersonate your husband for us. So he'll be like, hey, babe, are we going to get some dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> but if I was impersonating you, Matt, I'd go, hey, baby, we're going to get no, some dinner yeah, tonight. No, if you were impersonating me, what would you I'd do? I'd go, hey, baby, we're going to get... Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that's a bit too Why is she saying, why is he calling you babe and asking you for dinner? <laughs> yeah. You don't. You do it the same for me. Whenever we're, we're having an argument off the air, you, you go... You just do your standard uh, boy's voice. You go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which is yeah, when yeah. you're really just a bit, hmm. you know... Every Blanky. woman does it. Yeah. My mother-in-law does it about my father-in-law. My mother does it about me. My mm-hmm. wife does it about me. Mm-hmm. Every woman has the same voice for a man. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to test. So 131060, hop on the air and give us your man's voice when you impersonate him. Brooke from Victoria Point, how are you this morning? Hi, guys. Hey, hey Brooke. Now, if you were going to impersonate your man, you're talking to your girlfriends. You've got to say something sarcastic because yeah. that's generally when we like to impersonate them. What does your man sound like? <laughs> uh, well, my man does this thing where he just says, catch your rig before he leaves. So he goes, oh, catch your rig. See? Catch your rig. Catch your rig. It's the voice. Why, why, why have we all got acquired brain injuries <laughs> when you're impersonating? Taylor in Eaton's Hill. What does uh, what your, your fellow sound like? Look, mine's more of a snorer, so I'm more intimidating his, imitating his snoring. Yeah? I just give him shit for, like, his... <laughs> it's really loud to the point where I wait till he's asleep before uh, I go to sleep. But if he was going to come home... And he's always like, I don't snore. There, there you go. go. Two from two. Oh, Thank you. Uh, Christina, <laughs> 40 points. If Christina, if your partner was going to come home after a day and say hi, how would he do it? He'd be like, 
Hey, honey, did you do anything today? <laughs> why are we all? Because <laughs> you're all so boring. Why, why, do, why do we sound like we've we've fallen over and hit the ground <laughs> yes, with our heads? Because we try to make it different from our voice, and because we're so <laughs> chirpy and beautiful, we try and change it so that you'll distinguish the difference. Mm-hmm. This is how I sounded after I had a concussion. Our friends won't be able to relate if we don't use that voice. Kylie. And then he came home and he was like, Ugh. Kylie and Wham, you're in. Uh, Kylie, what does your man sound like when you're doing his voice? Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good killing, isn't it? Yeah, whatever, babe. Is that how he gets yeah. out of an argument? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so annoying, whatever, isn't it? It's like, where do I yeah. go from there? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Look, at the moment, we're 100%. Do you want to keep yeah. going? We've got calls for days here. <laughs> yes, I do. From Witty Point, we've got Christina. What would you, uh, how would you impersonate your partner? Um, he would go, are you going to your girlfriend's house today? Oh, 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 do we have a different voice? We do have one. Do we have a different voice? Can we hear it yeah. one more time? When he says, oh, you ask him, you know, he asks you, what are you doing? Can I hear it one more time, please? Christina? Yeah. Are you going to your girlfriend's house today? Is that him impersonating he, I think that's you, him though? That's him impersonating me. Yes. 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 <laughs> All the time. The yes. double banger. He's like back around. Science. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maddie's wow. loving this. Do I mean impersonate you now? <laughs> it's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. How are you doing? Date my daughter. Please help me find my daughter a man. Yeah, you know, if you can't find a nice person, it's probably because you're choosing them yourself. You know, what you really need is for your parents to decide who you should end up with in life. And that's why we do this. And I'm very excited. This morning, we are joined by 27-year-old Naomi, who's an admin officer at the Brisbane Lions and also a gold medalist for gymnastics. (laughs) Wowee, how'd you get that one? We stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have told us that yourself? That's Absolutely amazing. Absolutely not. No, I don't really? know. It's, yeah, it's awesome, but yeah, I'm just not someone who toots People someone, expect you to be bendy uh, now. When it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. always a question. That, how's your flexibility? Yeah. Yeah. Well, joining us is the man that drove her to each and every one of those gymnastics practice sessions for nearly a decade. Ron, her dad, good evening. Good evening. Good morning, <laughs> whatever time of day it is. How you doing, mate? Pretty good, pretty what's good. The, what's the calibre of the kind of men she brings home? What's been the problem? Why is she single? Oh, I haven't seen many come around. They're all scared of me. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I have got a reputation. Do you? Yeah. What's the, what, what's the reputation? Oh, they tell me I threatened one of them. I was going to break his uh, bones if he uh, hurt her or upset her or anything like that. So. Oh, that's lovely. That's, that's, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> it sounds fairly standard to me. Yeah. Well, look, what bone in particular would you break? Though? That's <laughs> Finger. That's, finger. See, that's not it's too... the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I reckon you can tell. There's one thing to throw out the threat. But when it gets dwindled down to a specific bone, that's when you go. Okay. Well, I am a Mexican. I come from Footscray, and it's a pretty rough area. And Naomi is as well. And it's, guys, if you are single, we put a photo up of you guys on our Instagram page as well. So you can check Didn't it out. Put mine up, yeah, yeah, we did. We, we did. got a photo of you. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to date. No, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. But gentlemen, if you are single, please call 13 10 60 because Ron is going to be asking the questions and you're going to choose a date for your beautiful daughter. Who, me? Oh, yeah. wow. This is going to be easy. <laughs> we haven't had we'll anyone, anyone say... Anyone. Yeah, exactly. We haven't, we haven't had anyone say nobody yet. So. Oh, there's one call. I'm just praying for one call. Oh, you'll get plenty <laughs> of calls. I should ask you, though. What are you looking for, though, hon? Oh, Dad and I were talking about this and I said... Oh, 
anyone at the moment. Oh. Okay, we can't be this desperate, all right? No, I'm we, not desperate. Okay, so okay. I like it when you see someone you're like, ooh, and you get like these, these butterflies and you get a bit of, you know, mm. the nerves and a bit of tingles. And mm. I think when you just see someone and then you, I love a funny person, like if they don't, and they, if they don't have friends and family, that's... In other words, know. perfect. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. All but right. you're surrounded by, you know, you're working at the Brisbane Lions, you're surrounded by fit, yeah. young, hot, lanky dudes. What? None of those guys tick your clock? Oh, look, like, I've got a really good relationship with all the boys, but um, I love how they treat me and I treat them, so I think it's it's good how it is right now, but, um, yeah. yeah brother, sister. Or, yeah, definitely. I'm, yeah. like, the big sister for most of them, I think. We have a lot of guys that have called up. We've got from Bray Park, Justin, who's 20 years of age and he's a sparky... You're on. Yep, you're on with Ron and Naomi. Justin. (laughs) Hi, mate. How are you? How are you, Justin? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty good yourself, mate. Oh, not too bad, not too bad. It's good that you're a sparky. You've got pretty wide there. But, hey, mate, what are your calves like? (laughs) My calves? Oh, mate. She she looks at calves all the time. Her and her mother. Unbelievable. They aren't real, mate. All the best things on my body. <laughs> Do you work you out? Feel if you want. Yeah, I work out all the time. And what about eating? Do you eat yeah. well? Oh yeah, it's pretty good. I've got some bad news for you. What? I'm a rugby league player, not an AFL mate, player. Not well. a problem. I, I coached in Griffith, and I used to play have footballers that play rugby league on the Sunday after they played football on a Saturday. I don't know how you do it. Oh, look at that, then, eh? That's can... good. Who you oh, play with? Wait, you're not dating him. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get your daughter a date. All right, let's, let's okay. go to the next fella. Jared from 8 Mile Plains. You are on this morning with Ron. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Ron. How are you, mate? Pretty good, but pretty good, pretty good. Uh, what On a serious note, what kind of qualities are you looking for taking my daughter out for tea or for a date? I mean, she needs to be fairly intelligent to have a good conversation, but I think it's really important for me Working in real estate, looks are a big thing. Like, it's incredibly important that you're with somebody that looks good. Actually, on that, I have a quick question for Naomi, if that's okay. Obviously, being in commercial real estate, uh, I've been around the block. I'm obviously about getting quality. I'm obviously about making a good sale. Naomi, I believe strongly in being able to try before you buy. So, first date, is that bedroom action or not? Oh, Oh, look. Dad, hit him up now because that's definitely not me. (laughs) 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 They wouldn't have done that when I was 17 or 20. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's... That's wrong. Oh, I don't know about that. That's a decision of my daughter. Okay. You're a daily. I can't make that decision. Uh, (laughs) Now, Daly is from Mount uh, Mount Crosby. He's 18 years of age and a trader... I'm a trader. I work in the Brisbane markets. How are you going? Got it. Okay. Good, mate. You're on the air with Ron. How are you, Ron? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to find out if, uh, you know, what are you looking for for a date with me daughter? You know, what are your uh, ambitions in respect of taking her out? What qualities do you require? I don't necessarily require anything. Just up to meet someone new and just have a good chat and see where the night goes. Yeah, that sounds great because it could. And... uh, what what would you uh, would you uh, be interested to take her out in the second date after having a, a date? Look uh, it, it it would all depend on the first date to tell you the truth and what she wanted. And <laughs> you don't that. mind going out with an older woman, I suppose. <laughs> oh, you never know what they can offer. <laughs> <laughs> so Daly's eighteen, you're twenty seven. Yes. Mm. You like him young? You said off the air. 
I do. Yeah, but yeah. She said it's, not, not it's not well hidden that I like younger boys. It's, it's Is right. that too young? <laughs> I don't know. It just depends uh, if he acts like he's 18 or if he acts like he's 12, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's a very... Well, a lot of guys act like they're 12 until they're at least 40, but that's a, that's okay. There's a bit of promise there with, with Daly. Yeah, he didn't seem too uh, bad. All right, all right. Well, let's do Last one more. One. From the Gold Coast, 24 years of age, we've got Darren, who's a transport manager. You're on with Ron and his daughter, Naomi. G'day, Ron. How are you? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Uh, mate, just... I got I got I got one thing for you. Mm. How about I take you out on a on a on a steak di- steak dinner at um at a pub before I take Naomi out? No, well, that's a bit of a bad problem because I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Well, I'm 68 trying to keep fit, so I can't afford to keep eating meat. Mate, you got you got to eat the meat. No, mate, no, mate. You're blowing it, buddy. Back up, back up. You're doing so well. Uh, All righty. Well, there we go. There's four fellas for you to choose from. Uh, This is so Naomi can go along for a date at Ridges South Bank Soleil Pool Bar. Um, so you got Justin, who was the rugby player, with you. We've got Jared, who's a commercial real estate agent, likes to try on the first date. We've got <laughs> Daly, who is uh, the 18-year-old, and Darren, who wanted to take you out for a steak. Who, who are you going to pick, there, Can I help? No, Dad's got a pick. We can still see you mouthing. We're not blind. <laughs> Number four. Number four. Number four. Darren from the Gold Coast. <laughs> Darren, are you there? Oh, he hung he's up. He jumped off. Did he really hang up? Darren, Darren, Darren hung up when he won. He called for a joke, guys. When he it found was... out the dad was a vegetarian, he's <laughs> so excited. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get him back. Tr- on. We'll try we'll and get him back. back. <laughs> see, see how we go. Mm. Well um, done. Oh no, is it? Is he no. back? Hang on, yeah, we got him back, Darren. Darren. <laughs> hey there. You won. Oh, dirty. I tell you, you sound I a bit nervous. Oh, mate, definitely. All right, well, uh, good stuff, Darren. <laughs> we'll see how you go. Congratulations, guys. We're also there at the Soleil uh, pool bar throwing a bar tab on the night so you can go along, Dad, and you can keep an eye on things. That is oh, how well, we do that'll it. That'll be easy. Uh, Damo, <laughs> Dwight, and Naomi, and Ron, thanks for coming in. Nice to meet you guys. Thanks, Great. guys. Thank you very much. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Abby, Jane Coleman, do you think I'm a smart man? (laughs) Not for asking that question to her. I think you're a very, very knowledgeable man. You you can recite... A lot of information. <laughs> that's. I think that's a nose, Dad. <laughs> no, you are. You are. You're like a fountain of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Useless knowledge, but fountain. I, Stuff I you've learnt on TV. I don't know what's happening to me. You I, spurt smartness. I think I might be. I think I might be getting dumber. Mm. I think I'm dumbing down, and I really? don't know why. Well, yesterday I was telling you guys a story of what happened to my oven. There's, there's been a, a convolution of things. So I got a guy out to fix my oven. 
um, the other day and he fixed the, the, the clickers weren't clacking and yeah. the oven wasn't going up in temperature. And just as he finished everything. The ignition wasn't igniting. The clickers weren't clacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as he finished everything, I said, oh, can you look at the grill too? Because there's no fire in the grill when we go to turn it on. You're like flame grilled. Yeah. And he has one look at the grill and goes, well, the grill's electric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we went, yep. <clears throat> I just testing you to see if you knew what you were doing. It's really great when there's another man standing in your kitchen holding kind of impressive looking tools telling you and then something you should know. The other day, this is the other day I read oh, something on, I read something on Facebook and it stuck with me and it took me 3 days. I read that if you take the year you were born and add your age, it will always add up to 2017. And I did it to me, I did it to my wife, I did it to my daughter and it blew my mind. Wow. It blew my mind. For three days, I walked around going, how is that possible? How does it work with everyone? I don't get it. Are you going to tell the other story? When it clicked, I I got it. it, And I'm, yes. And then, so that would just, it's just, it's the multiplying of this effect is is what's worrying me. So So did you, you didn't realize, just just for people who were going, oh, hang on. They they didn't realize either because I saw a lot of idiots share this. Right. You didn't realize the year you were born yes. plus how old you are equals the year that you're currently in. Like yeah. the, nowhere did that connect. No, it didn't. I Do was you like, know, this is this is wizardry. 1996 plus 21 equals 27. How oh, oh my god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the last one, mm. and this is the worst one. My wife was telling Rory a story. And she goes, I was listening to a podcast. Now, it starts off, she was listening to a podcast. And she goes, this guy was in Antarctica. And um, he, they did all these things in Antarctica. Antarctica was great. They, they found Antarctica. You know, it's a big snow place where the polar bears live. In fact, he was walking um, away from his camp. And he came across a baby polar bear cub. And it, he started playing with it because it wanted to play with him. And he started wrestling with the polar bear cub. And then wild the, polar bear? Yeah, wild, yeah, wild, wild polar, polar bear. Yeah. And then the, the mum polar bear comes up. And, he, and asks <laughs> for his blue card. <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to play with baby polars or are you, are you a predator? Well, she thinks that, she thinks that he's attacking her. So he she gets angry and he freaks out and throws the the polar bear cub at the polar bear and the polar bear doesn't know what to do and it freaks out and it laughs, mm-hmm. right? And then he yeah. laughs and everyone laughs and then they all start wrestling and he starts wrestling with the polar bear and then they all get cold so they all huddle together and they sleep all together in his tent all nice and warm. And I am hanging on every word, right? Yeah. And I look up and I say to my wife, that is amazing. That is yeah. the most amazing story I've heard. And she goes, you're an idiot. I've been making it up. I'm telling our four-year-old daughter a story. <laughs> now, and polar bears don't live in Antarctica, but that's another story. The but- four-year-old looked up at him and went, Dad, it's not real. You're an idiot. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yes. Last week you were very honest with us about something that happened to you in your past 13 years ago. Yes. Do we do we need to take you to Logan today and get a drug test at the Centrelink like everyone else? Or God no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. Hey, Alpha Bucks, we're going to roll that out tomorrow, 7 and 8 a.m. You can play for $10,000 every single time. There's 100K on the line every week. And what's the letters for tomorrow, Stav? Uh, the letters for tomorrow are... H. H and C. H for Harry and C for C. You didn't get me with that one because you didn't think I knew the letters. C is S. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people when people say H. And no, it is how you're supposed to pronounce H. it. Not in Australia. H. H. It's H, H, not H. H. It has a H in it. It does. <laughs> uh, Alpha Bucks tomorrow. It's on the way. I'm just a
Oh, yeah. Osha's little buddy is on the phone with us this morning. <laughs> Matty J from he's The Bachelor. <laughs> he's, t- he's taller than me. <laughs> Quite a bit taller than me. Morning, Matty. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Do you know, actually, how many photos Osha sends us on group texts of you topless? He's got a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, not, no. they're not photos, Abby. They're gifts. They move. Yeah, yeah. don't be. It was be. a gift. Thank you. Maddie J. Maddie J. How are you feeling with uh, Leah out of the house? Is it a little bit of a sigh of relief? Yeah, it was. I think I completely underestimated just how different it is in the mansion when there's a group of guys versus a group of women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was nice to, to have Leah leave just to, to let the drama settle down a little bit. Yeah, we we had. Leah was the topless uh, wait waitress. Yes, I was getting around. Well, there's two. Yes. Oh, there's two. Was there? Yeah, yeah Simone is as well. I thought. Oh, good on her. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> good on her. Oh well, I'm just I'm just saying. I didn't know there's two of them. Good, good on her. Got to make their money somehow. Yeah. They travel in pairs. That's how they work. <laughs> <laughs> now, Maddie, we actually spoke to um, Leah when she did get out of the house. Um, did you want to hear her comments? About you, I would love to. Yes, good because we were going to play him anyway. Yeah, not going to okay. lie. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this was the day after she got evicted. Here we go. You are not a Maddie fan right now, Maddie, are you, Leah? No, I never was a Maddie fan to be honest. I was a bigger oh. Maddie fan before I met Maddie. Oh, you yeah. saw his heartbreak and you went, "I can fix that," and then you yeah. went, "No, nah, maybe oh. not worth it." Oh, was... I don't know whether he's heartbroke. I just think he's a great actor. To be yeah. honest. Uh, oh wow, that's deep. <laughs> Someone deals with rejection well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't. I would be naive to think that everyone's going to fall in love with me, and obviously she didn't, and it's a shame, but it wasn't to be. Maddie, there were so many headlines made about her getting out, about whether she was shamed about her career, and it's kind of like you were like, no, 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 I just wanted to stop the drama. But she said to us, and correct me if um, this is wrong, she said that she told you the first night she went into the house of her occupation. No, she t- Oh, she's telling fibs. Mm. Um, she told me that she was an architecture student, and uh, and that was it. Oh, she said that she might have said that she was a party planner, but didn't go into detail um, into the fact that it was Bucks weekends and um, she was a topless. But to, you know, to to me, it didn't make any difference really. Like the main issue was the fact that with all the drama in the in the house, it was always Leah who was the instigator of that. Mm. Right? If she wasn't um, causing trouble, is that something you could look past? A girl who's been a stripper in the past, could you still date someone who's done that? Yeah, do you know what? It's um, it's not illegal. She's paying her taxes, mm-hmm. making a living, so <laughs> it's not something I have a, an issue with. Mm. <laughs> it's the taxes that gets you. If a girl was dodging taxes, you'd go, I can't bring her home. What do you What do you like, Maddie? What do you like when you do go to a Bucks party and, and you know, if there is the, the entertainment, I'm using the air quotes, if there is the entertainment, are you the kind of guy who's like, ah, oh, great, here we go, or are you the kind of guy who's like, oh, I wonder if she's getting her assessments done on time? See, I, I'm pretty. <laughs> it's it's a it's a world that's kind of foreign to me. I remember the first time I ever went to one, and and I, I kind of said excuse me, and and went to like tap her on the shoulder and give her a, a note face to face, and uh, I didn't re- I didn't really know how like how it works, how to do it. That's so <laughs> that's her, so cute. <laughs> tap on the shoulder. Here you hey, go, hey, darling. You um, go. Buy something nice for yourself. <laughs> where do um, I where do I put the card? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you use it for groceries. I just groceries. <laughs> Well, uh, mate, The Bachelor, uh, you're doing amazing there on Channel 10. Uh, we're all checking it out. We're loving your work. The, the one question that I do have, and all my mates talk about this when it comes to The Bachelor, we try and imagine what the feeling is to have a house full of women who are keen on you. 
And I said to my mates, and this, this, yo, I just want you to confirm whether or not this is the same feeling. You know when you come home after your girlfriend or wife has been grocery shopping mm. and you open the fridge <laughs> and you know that the fridge is fully stocked and there's nothing but opportunity? Is that the same feeling as you get on night one of The Bachelor? <laughs> that is such a great analogy. Spot on. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> just the fridge you, is isn't full it, in the it's such a foreign tonight. feeling. <laughs> I've never had that. I've been with the same woman since I was eighteen. I've only had one and a half other girlfriends, and so I just, you know, just confirming. I, are you still in love now, Maddie? I can confirm. I'm still in love. Yeah. Okay. What right. about you, Maddie? Me? What's that? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm still in love. I've got a full fridge on. Everything's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. N- nice to talk to you this morning. We'll check you out. Channel 10, The Bachelor with you and Osh. Uh, mate, nice to, nice to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Legend. Thanks, guys. See you, Osh. All right, good on you. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Gold recipients in New South Wales will be the first subjected to random drug testing as part of a controversial welfare crackdown by the federal government. And it's happening right here in Brisbane uh, at Logan, in the area of Logan. We have the Minister for Human Services on the phone, Alan Taj. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Tell us, this is obviously, a lot of people might find this to be a bit of an invasion of their lives. Why are you doing random drug testing, or not so random drug testing, of Centrelink recipients? Well, we're doing it on of people who are on unemployment benefits, and the reason we're doing it is because we want to assist people to get off drugs if they've got a drug habit and get them back into the workforce. And of course, if you're on drugs, you exclude yourself from so many jobs in society these days, which require you to be drug-free. You know, the construction industry, the transportation industry, the mining industry. I mean, I'm sure many of your listeners are in such today and are subject to drug testing. Would you, when, like when you said that, Osha, like an invasion of privacy, mm-hmm. you, like you've just mentioned there, it should really be seen as a good thing because if people do get um, a positive test, is there assistance that's going to happen after that? Yeah, that's exactly right. So you, if you're tested positive twice in a row, then in essence you'll be asked to undertake a drug treatment program and that'll be a condition of your ongoing receipt of your welfare treatment. So this is designed to identify people who have got drug problems and get them off drugs yeah. and back into the workforce. So I don't like this language that it's a, it's a penalty or that it's a stigma or whatever. If you've got a drug problem, you need help, and that's what this program is designed to do. Would you be happy, though, Alan, would you be happy with a government coming into your life and say, for example, I don't know, your doctor said you need to eat less meat or you know, you need to do something for your health, you need to quit smoking, for example. Would you be happy with the government coming into your life and telling you what you could and couldn't do? Well, the government already tells you you can't take drugs because they're... No, I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking about your so. personal life, Alan. I'm talking about your personal life. Well, the, the government applies to me as well in terms of um, illegal substances. I break the law. is just like anybody else breaking the law. It does that on a very regular basis. Here we're talking about taxpayer dollars supporting people in times of need. So they're out of work. Yeah. They need funds to pay for their rent, their, rent, their food, their transport, etc., we don't provide welfare payments to fuel people's drugs ha- drug habits. Yeah. And if you've got a problem, if you've got a drug problem, it's going to be so much harder for you to get into the workforce. Yeah. I, I must say, I, um, 
you know, I, I want people who are on welfare who need it to get it. And if they are on drugs, I would like them to get the help that they need. But I, I am uncomfortable with um, them getting money to buy drugs when there are families who have children with disabilities yeah. who need $200,000, but there's only so much in the kitty, so they only get $50,000. I think if this is a way to save money, if it does get money to people for necessary needs, I, I mean, I think, I, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's not... It's not- we're not designing this to, to save money as such. It is designed to try to identify those people who may have a problem and get them the help that they need. Mm. Um, you don't you don't lose any welfare payments here. So there's there's going to be drug testing. If you're found positive the first time, then you will be placed onto a, a cashless welfare system. So you've got less cash available to purchase drugs. If you then test positive the second time, that's when you'll be required to undertake treatment. Mm. Now, when it comes to things like the treatment, what does the treatment look like? Is it is it getting people into rehab? Is it making sure they go to meetings? What what's, what kind of form does the treatment take? Yeah, it'll be tailored for each individual, and obviously the health experts will determine what uh, treatment program each individual needs, depending on their circumstances. Sometimes it might be regular drug counselling. Mm. Sometimes it might be residential rehabilitation. It, it depends on the particular individual. Yeah, I have to say, though, for my, my best friend's um, brother's had a drug addiction for so many years and she's tried mm-hmm. to get the help and she's really happy with this because she thinks finally he will, uh, he, I guess he will get the help yeah, because otherwise he won't be getting the payments. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's exactly right. So if the, the only time that you will put your payment in jeopardy is if you're required to undertake treatment and you refuse to do that treatment. Right. And that's when you put your payment in jeopardy. Otherwise, yeah. it's not in jeopardy. Yeah. So, and, you know, if you've got a drug problem, you need that help. And that's what this is designed to do. And as I said, welfare is not there to support a, a, a drug problem. Welfare is there to support you, your, your rent, food, transport, and your basics. Mm. Um, now, news is out too. Apparently the, uh, the mayor of Logan isn't real happy with you because he didn't know that this was going on and he feels like he's backed into a bit of a corner uh, on this one. Have you had any contacts? He's saying that there's a bit of stereotype going on. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't think that's the case. I mean, he's not into a corner. In fact, I would hope that he would welcome this initiative in Logan because if it does have the impact, which we think it will, of getting some people off drugs into work, surely that is a good thing for the community. Mm. In addition, we're going to be putting more money into, into services in his local community. Yeah, that's true. I hope that he actually welcomes this because I'm sure that many members of his community will do so. All righty. Well, uh, Minister Tudge, really appreciate you coming on, chatting to us uh, about this. No worries. And uh, we look forward to hearing the findings on how many people uh, test positive. So good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks very much. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Kids, they're so cute. But what we want to know on 131060 is when have they not had your back? I was trying to get into the kids' club at a, the local leagues um, club for dinner, and uh, my son was like, No, 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 my brother's not old enough to get in. I was like, We talked about this. Why? 131060, we want to hear your story. Sky's in Ipswich. Sky, when has a kid not had your back? Well, it wasn't the kids that didn't have my back. I didn't have my uncle's back when I was younger. Mm. When I was younger, we lived in Adelaide Abbey, and we mm. were on the trains. And when you were five, I think it was, you had to pay for a ticket. Yeah. So oh. I was on there with my uncle, and he's like, remember, honey, you're only four, okay? Oh. And I said, yeah, no dramas. And the ticket master's come through, and he's like, oh, tickets for the kids? And my uncle's, oh, no, they're only four. And I popped up, and I said, oh, so 
remember I had my fifth birthday, mm-hmm. uncle. Oh. <laughs> so I would kill my children if they did that to me. But <laughs> yeah, you, you got to write down. I was down only a kid at the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that you. Yes. Yeah, so are yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Sky. <laughs> Alex is in Albany Creek. Alex, when is the kid not had your back? Well, I don't have any kids, actually. This was when I was chatting to this lovely girl at the tavern. Mm. And, um, you know, I kind of struck up a conversation. I said, oh, yeah, no, I'm, hello, I'm Alex, and blah, blah, blah. And we get to the ages, and I'm like, I'm 25. How old are you? And she's like, oh, I'm 26. And the little kid, I think about four or five, tugs on her dress and goes, I thought mummy was 31. And... She's kind of like, oh, uh, ha, 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 I've got to go. Like, oh, no. Go. But, mate, I mean, did, did that matter to you? Did you follow her up and go, I don't, I don't care that you're older? Because you were I keen. tried, but mm. she's like, she's like, nope, i got to go. And I'm like, but no, come back. Yeah, she's, like, oh. she's like, if he's going to tell you that, he's got a heap more than he can. <laughs> <laughs> There's way more in that vault. Mm. Uh, Stephanie in uh, Pado, when's a kid not had you back? Yes, yeah, so it was my four-year-old. Um, it was my partner's 30th birthday. I'd spent a week planning a surprise party for him, invited all his friends. We met him down at the leagues club just before, like a couple of hours before party, just so it didn't seem stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do the shopping. And my son turns to me and goes, oh, daddy, you know all your friends are coming to mummy's house mm-hmm. tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and my partner goes, what? You didn't, we're not doing anything tonight. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. He didn't want to come to his own surprise party because he thought I was planning something behind his back with all his friends. (laughs) See, the problem is, too, kids get to an age where you think you can talk in front of them and then all of a sudden they're they're picking up on it. You're like, hang on, what's happened here? Mm -hmm. That's true. Whitney, Windaroo, Whitney, when's this happened to you? Uh, yes, it was actually my son and my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to touch. Husband was trying to do a bit of a dry July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I said, oh, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink. Son wanted to go because it was an early game. So yeah, go on, go with dad. Comes home. Mum, I need to tell you something. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, what, what's happened? Dad had a drink. <laughs> oh. The boy said, I'm not allowed to tell you because dad's bro code. <laughs> 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 Mate, you've got no bro code. No bro code in this household at all. <laughs> that wow. is, that is the lowest it's of the, the bro low. Code. <laughs> how, how, no old, bro code. how old was he? He, he was seven, so he knew better. Yeah. He, knows who, he knows who feeds him. If I, yeah. Uh, yeah, you see. I if, love I, it. if I've been out for a while with Rory, like we're at a park and I go for a pee. Uh, like in the in the bush pee, mm. she will start yelling at my daddy's peeing. He's peeing right there. My dad is peeing. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> You Shut pee up. in park bushes. Yeah, what are you? Like, isn't there an age what? you need to stop? What? It's yeah, illegal. What do you mean? Not in, I'm not like, Just I'm go not a, to the toilet. I'm in a, a park? park? I'm not right there. I'm not on top of the slide, guy. <laughs> <laughs> the next Might person to have a picnic's going to smell staff <laughs> weed. No, no one wants a guy at the park. Going to the bushland. Nah, I know what he's saying. But it's essentially weed killer staff. I know what you drink. <laughs> what a backup here today. <laughs> <laughs> Stab. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts in starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium-sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit, buying stock, hiring people and paying their taxes. 
So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor, a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick. I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Of all the people in this room, uh, 25% of us have been a teenage girl. Uh, that's you, Abby. Oh, yeah, a quarter of us. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need, need, I need your help, Abby. Okay. I need you, as you know, I have a 13-year-old at home. And yep. uh, the other day we were at a Bribey Island, mm-hmm. uh, at the in-laws place at Bribey Island there, God's waiting room. And uh, I said, like, let's go for a run. Gigi, let's go for a run. And she says, yeah, all right, let's go. And I had it in my mind, like, I'm going to run down Banksy Beach and I'm going to out to White Patch. Beautiful. Keep the water on your left. It's glorious. We get to where we turn left to White Patch. She says, I don't want to run that way. And in my head, Abby, I'd gone, no, no, no. I know exactly where I want to run. I've got the run visualized in my head. Mm. She says, no, I don't want to run that way, she says. And then my brain couldn't compute. And I didn't know what to do with the, the, the stubbornness. But you were stubborn. I know. <laughs> I but I not fight with a 13-year-old girl. But I wanted to run to White Patch. <laughs> and so we went back and forth for a while. And then, and then you know, and rightly so, because she's dealing with a 43-year-old man having a tantrum of a 10-year-old. Um, she Did your fine. voice change? Did you like... I want to go this yeah. way. Yes, my voice changed. Wow. Or did my you pull out the, you'll listen to me, mm. I, I'm going to charge you. Uh, no, I, I don't get to say that because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm only a stepdad, Maddie, so uh, I can't, I can't you're go You're always 100%. scared. She'll go, you're not my real dad. Oh, she's already <laughs> in that one. That's fine. Oh. Uh, and she's also said, you can't tell me what to do, which is also true. Um, but she ran off, and then because I'm 12... <gasps> I just ran straight past her. <laughs> ah, now we're running away. I want to run. <laughs> Did she outrun you, though? Uh, She's got long legs. Yeah, then she outran me, and it was kind of like this race of attrition <laughs> all the way to White Patch and back. And she, we kept about 100 metres apart. Every time I came close to her, she would then stop and walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so she, was, she was trolling you. Totally. Careful with that, too, because a couple more years, you'll have a heart attack and yeah. she'll win that argument. Yeah, she'll yeah. like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. you so. Which way did you want to go now? <laughs> to the hospital. Yeah. I, I can did. always make you feel better about it by telling yeah. you what I used to do when I was a 13-year-old girl. No, I don't think you want to know. No, okay. <laughs> we went, oh. no, we started going nightclubs when we were 13. 13? Yeah, so you should really appreciate, Osh, that it's just difficulty with which way we should run. It was Adelaide. It's a bit easier to get into clubs. We're not going to Adelaide. That's <laughs> ever just good advice in general. <laughs> it's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha, um, <laughs> a radio do. show that we do nine, six to nine every single day. Um, Are we doing it now on Hot FM? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> that was earlier in the day. I, I, yeah. Did you, you used up, to work at Hot FM? I've worked on many different radio stations. I get the names. I was that regional? <laughs> yes, we you, get it. Twelve years. Um, uh, have you? You've done a hot. I've done a hot. I've done CFM as an SEA. I've done a CFM just with a C. Oh. I've done Hit One Hundred and Five. I've done Kiss. I was on 97.3 before here. Really? I, I just, wherever the paycheck is, honey, I turn up. I felt special. Such loyalty. <laughs> I feel used. <laughs> I feel dirty on the inside. Uh, but I'm yeah. thankful for your honesty, Maddie. 
You're welcome. There's some things I'm not thankful for. That's why I need to throw down this music and say, hey. Me. You went to a function last night, came home after dinner to find that your wife still hadn't watched Survivor from the night before because you asked her not to watch it without you. She was being a very good wife. She didn't watch it yet. I sat down on the couch, spent some time with her, watching our favourite show together. Leaned over, put my head down on her lap, and I was asleep before the first immunity challenge was over. So even though she waited the whole day so she wasn't breaking the partner catch-up show code, I slipped through the whole thing and missed it anyway. She would understand though, right? Nah. <laughs> I'm not doing my part of the don't watch shows without me code. Oh, yeah. I, say, I was Thanks just resting no my eyes. Yeah. It was so nice falling asleep on a lap. Oh, 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 it was so great. Near the ocean. <laughs> hey, shoes. I wish I had you today. But unfortunately, I forgot to pack them. So today... I'll be shoeless. Just like to remind you for that when clients come in here today. Just wear the shoes you went walking. But they were sneakers. I can't do that. I'm not Jerry. What's his name? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Some comedian. Apparently. Yeah, can't do that. You'd rather you'd rather go fully barefoot in a very important multi-million dollar meeting. Yes, because then I look a little bit like hippie. Is it a multi-million dollar meeting? Yes. What? Everything has the potential to be multi-million dollar. Guys, live your life like that. You'll be very successful. What? You just going for That's the free Tony food? Robbins. <laughs> I'd be wearing underwear. I feel like I should be wearing underwear. Thanks, but no thanks. I wear wore a good shirt for the meeting. I've, I've got my nail polish down on my shoes. I'm not ugly. You said you didn't have any shoes. I'm I mean, so I'm confused. No toes. Oh, feet. Oh, okay. Soap. And that's the second time I've talked about soap today, this week. I did pump soap earlier, the little gluggy bit yeah. that builds up and you get an explosion. And then I turned my attention the other day <laughs> to, to a cake of soap. Oh. Now, magnets are amazing things, but soap are magnets too. For pubic hair. <laughs> yes, that's true. You could get a whole family with alopecia living in a house with no visitors, and somehow a cake of soap would still get pubic hair on it. Yeah. Why are you and they bake them in. I don't know why. It's like they're adding them now just for effect. Yeah. Like a now, with added pubic <laughs> So thanks, but no thanks. Steel wool in your shower. <laughs> hey there. Electric windows. You're quite the technological advancement. Window goes up, window goes down. Window goes up, window goes down. You don't need to wind it anymore. We know how they work. There's the push of a button. Mm. But how come? Every time I turn off the car, I realise oh, yes. that my window is still down. Mm. Or Rory's window is still down. Mm. And you have to turn the car back on to put the window back up. Mm. It's a living nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> do you know some cars are now made and they give you 30 seconds? Do not. Yes, they do. Mine... The, it's worse on the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. There we go. Podcast done, dusted, wrapped up, over. Uh, there will be another one tomorrow. Or you can listen to us live. Oh, that's novel. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. People can't if they're interstate. Oh, yeah, you can. You can stream it. Stream you. 
Well, we if if first calls was included on here, I'm not sure if it was. There's a, a lady who listens to us from the Sunshine Coast. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a guy who listens to us in Texas. I like him. He always is the first to uh, like my Instagram photos. Oh, really? Do you know what I mean? Because it's mm. different times, different. So mm. when I wake up in the morning, it's always him liking. Oh, he's mm. creeping on you. Uh, he creeps on us all. Oh, cool. What's his name? He probably doesn't like my stuff. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. He told me not to talk about it because he went really. No, 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 we didn't. Ah. <laughs> uh, Texas Trev? Because <laughs> he's following me. Outlaw? No. Uh, smoking Man 44. Oh, Smoking Man 44? Yeah, shout out to you. I think, oh, no, yep. Yeah. Got him. I don't have him. Oh. No, he does. He's, he's in, oh, he's in yeah. Indiana. I don't have him. Smoking man, what are you doing to me? Awkward, he follows me. He sends me private messages, actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, guys. God, you're missing out. God, he's funny, isn't he? Funny. Yeah, yeah. great guy. I wonder why I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you get strange Instagram direct messages? Do you need me at all? Yes, yeah, we do. We do, mate. <laughs> no, see, this is the guys don't get them. Um, see, it's because I bet you all your strange so messages went... come from dudes, right? What do you got? Um... Oh. What do you got? Some DPs? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Um, oh, really? Mm. Milf? Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I want to shout out tomorrow morning for the compliment. Thanks, Jeff Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby, what size shirt are you? Okay. okay. Uh, Why would you want to know your shirt size? I don't know. Maybe to match the panties he gave me. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Hang on. <laughs> Who, what man goes to a girl, hey, here's a nice pair of panties and a T-shirt to go with it. If, if bras and things are selling that as a set, that is wrong. Oh, my God, Abby. So I love with your poo emoji. This is my next tattoo. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we can't read your <laughs> no, no one knows who it You're is. Welcome. You're, You're welcome. You're simply amazing. Such a good person with the kindest soul. Keep up the good work. That's Love, nice. Abby Coleman. Uh, all righty. It's your mum on Instagram. No, it's a guy called T TH. Oh, Shout out. So, uh, uh, we're going to go. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Stop by being mad. Huh. When I show.